All right, welcome to Savanting the Idiot. I'm your host, Sensational Sense, and my co-host, Master Lex. Master Lex. So, Master Lex, um, he's um, kind of running the show this uh, evening or this afternoon or this morning or wherever you are. Wherever you may be. <laughs> on the fucking <laughs> planet. So, uh, what do you got for us? Master Welcome Lex. to the Verbal Mosh Pit. Yeah, as you know, if you've ever listened to the Vaunting the Idiot, it's every man for himself, the Verbal Mosh Pit. You got to be tough to survive in here. And I have the very best guest that I think I've ever had on the show, and he's going to be standing by. But don't be afraid to chime in because you've got to get yours. So saying all that, we have a very special guest from all the way across international lines. Can I get a drum roll? The man known as Simpson. Southers, the king of the south, Shannon, Gerald Hopkins, and you know I have a fetish for accents. Check this dude out. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Illinois, and good morning, Florida. How is everybody doing? We're doing great. Good and way better since you got on the show. So what's up? Yeah, what's going on well, on that I'm side of the world? We're supposed to be in the middle of spring right now, and we're busy sitting in what looks like going to be a, a gale force wind, thunderstorm, coldness, like we're back in the middle of damn winter again. So Holy nice. shit. That sounds like some Game of Thrones shit. And that's how here you got Florida, your nickname, King of the we're South. We're expecting a uh, actual hurricane, so we got you beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You got me beat on that one. And especially because you guys are actually heading into actual winter now as well. <laughs> no, I'm just... Okay, so just to bring the crowd up to speed, we are now on iHeartRadio. We are on SoundCloud. And as of today, we're on Pandora Radio. So if you put in a podcast, it's Pandora Radio... Chances are you might hear me and my good friends talking here. So, welcome to the show. Well, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's really cool. Okay. So, now that we got that out of the way, go ahead. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about the name King in the South here. So it'll be a it'll be a great start to tell you guys how Lex and I actually met. I think it will. So. Yeah, so we met in a lovely little game called Empires and Puzzles in an alliance. Shout out. Hey, you guys better give us some sponsorship. You hear that? Empires and Puzzles. <laughs> yes, small giants. You're hearing this. <laughs> Go ahead. And then, so he was the leader of that group. I came in as a newbie, and we grew together like really cool. Um, we got down this app called Line, and we used to send each other voice notes and stuff. I remember... In musicality wise, I think Lex, you had just bought yourself a guitar, and your Absolutely. first thing you wanted to learn is how to put, you wanted to learn how to play shallow from um, <laughs> the Star Is Born. I'm in the deep end. And as soon as you told me that, I sent you a voice note of me playing that on guitar because I had just learned it, and it was bad, motherfucking ass. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So I mean, how this and then, so, sounds like it goes. Back uh, a few years, so uh, yeah. So we yes, yeah. It's a couple of what two years now. 
Okay. Two, three um, years. And then he's even met my wife. Yeah. We've done because um, the amazing thing about technology is there's FaceTime and there's all these apps like Line and whatever. So literally, like we've seen each other on video. He's talked with my wife. I've talked with him. It's like, like literally this dude yeah, this is a true friend, very, even though there's a lot like of distance a, like, between like us. A juicy bromance, but you know, that's, that's <laughs> it far, is a bromance. Yeah. It's he very looks juicy. like, we, he looks like, I call him the, um, Who's that guy who sings? Oh, I call him the George Michael of South Africa because so, damn, yeah, dude's good looking. He's got that, the the cool hey, sunglasses. That's, not even, that's not even a joke. So let's a couple get, years let, ago, let, I did a George Michael tribute show. So let's yeah. get into so now. Let's get so now into let's, his musicianship and how this fits exactly. into the whole scene and the setting of the show. He happens to be because this a, show a is local, about local musicians, yeah, right, that don't have a voice. We're giving a yeah. voice. The voice list. So exactly. this is your so, chance to shine. So, so just like there's you a get scene. Into music? Well, just let me. Okay, that's well, a good. Well, let me put a pin in that because just to set it up, because you okay. guys are like like <laughs> really rushing. You're like, well, we go first. We want to like <laughs> it, it, put a magnifying on the on the bromance, and then we're like, the, you guys don't know the difference between foreplay and then fucking just busting a nut. It's like let's find a common ground in between <laughs> that shit. Jesus Christ, motherfuckers! Right, let's let's on, reel it in. in. Well, really, so, yeah. in, brother. So so we get well, hey, the whole really. If you want to go that way. There, there was no, a bit of I don't want to go anyway. I'm not trying to well. go sideways, <laughs> forward, reverse. I'm just trying to. So anyway, so we get we get this to set up. You guys are are good friends. You know, you guys go back at least a couple years, which is fascinating because you guys met on an online type of thing. You're on one side of the world. He's on one side of the world. And then you happen to be a local musician musician in your part of the world. So if from the, man of gravity. Exactly. So your local uh, pond is like, what's your city? Where do you play music as a musician? Let's let's so go with that. I'm in, yeah, I'm in Cape Town, South Africa. Okay. So you're the one with the pretty mountain. All right, that's cool. So, <laughs> so we're pretty we're pretty much all the Western Cape where I live is pretty much like your state of California. So we've got all the pretty mountains, we've got all the the lovely wine estates, and we've got the beautiful city and the oceans mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everything like that. So that's about as comparable as we can get over here. That's that, that's cool as fuck. So then, now we're talking about you as a musician in your scene and how you guys approach your local musicianship compared to how other people on the other side would. So before we get into your local scene and your local scene politics and how you feel about your local scene and 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 you know the ins and outs of that navigating being a musician, which is pretty much similar for all of us. But how did you get your start? As like uh, what 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 influenced you to become a musician in the first place? And give, give me one second to give me one second to chime in here because first I do want to hear about who is like a mainstream musician and whatever is your influence, but who in your family like was it your mom, your dad, uncle, aunt? What got you into music? Yeah, that's what I'm asking him. So yeah, it, it was, was it was an open ended yeah, so, question. I wasn't I didn't go specific. Was it somebody important or non important <laughs> or somebody that's famous or non famous? I was like it, it was a general question, Alex. So you know. Anyway, go on. Uh, well, so to start off, so I, I always kind of knew that I could sing. My grandmother was the, the singer in the, in the family. She was a deaf can soprano and used to play organ in the church as well. 
Oh. That's so, awesome. That's a, so that's, that's what I was looking for. Grandma. Uh-huh. Yeah, my grandmother. It's funny how so many music musical things start out in a church is fundamentally. Like an old So school, many. Right? Like all our start was in the church. Um, Salutational Sense started playing drums in the church, and I've done music in the church as well. So we didn't mean to cut you off. So but we have that in common. Like, like your your first get in where you fit in. No, but your first taste yeah. were you know connected to music in the church. That's fucking awesome. So if you would continue. Yeah, I was I was never like hugely religious or anything like that. But obviously, growing up as a youngster, then yeah, I would go to church every Sunday. It was singing in the church junior group and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, in junior school, I was doing all the, the school shows and school plays and things like that. Then when I turned into semi-teen adulthood and things started dropping the other direction and voices went down, um, I kind of just stopped singing altogether because, you know, you if turn you that age, you get all self-conscious I mean, and all that kind of thing. That's like a, um, you know, that's kind of like a, a perspective thing. So when you describe voices dropping down, are you saying that like, uh, like singing in the mainstream wasn't as popular? Is as in octaves or uh, not, was not it heard. fading away or it was just wasn't as important? It just sounded awful. I mean, nobody wants to sing oh, with a crappy God voice awful. when you're 14, 13 years old. So I just kind of at that point gave up music altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was in my last year of high school, I decided I've, I've just gotten my honors for sports or my national honors for sports. And I'd just done what pretty well. I never even knew this. I, I was a, a national high jumper for athletics. Holy motherfucking shit. That's cool. He's got legs yeah, and, and he knows how to use them. Shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Now, now, now we're going to, we're going to bring you back. A couple of steps. So, what was the age when you first got into music? Because you you explained your progression through music. Well, that's but not, what was the age well, when you was, first like, started, and the age uh, where uh, you're talking about now. I mean, you don't have to pinpoint yeah, so, his, his age per se. I I'm, I'm talking between. The, sorry, since I didn't catch that last bit. No, that's fine. I mean, we're all don't worry about him. Ignore him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just okay. I'm just a fly on the wall. You know, I'm, not, I'm nobody you know, to be the, talking listening between to. the ages of like six and eleven. So that's holy that time. So you, that's very young. Yeah, so that yeah. And then from like that was the first onwards, age that Alex like, got fondled by the next door neighbor, and he kept it secret for years. You know, <laughs> but, so yeah, everybody's got that so mark in their life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can hear this on Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you uh, get, God. motherfucker. And then, anyway, no, it's yeah, all so now when I was then when I was seventeen, it was my final year of high school. And they were putting on some final variety show kind of thing. And I thought to myself at that point, like, I've done all the sports. I've done academics, everything. I've not done anything like artsy or cultural. Let me just try this. And I auditioned for that show singing Music of the Night from Phantom of the Opera. Right. And and the music teacher or the judge panel, whatever there was, like, they looked at me and said, where the fuck did that come from? Exactly. Exactly. Hey, and you know. people say hear your voice, and obviously you're you're like the song honorary yeah. of fucking whatever. You know, it's just like <laughs> there's a comedian who has a bit, and he goes, "Sean Connery can get girls anyway. He could be at a petting zoo and go, 
nice goat. Okay, even a female cow goat. Sean Connery's a full point. He's just passed away. So let's have a, a 10 second moment of silence for Sean Connery, considering he just passed away. One, two, three, ten. Sean Connery, we love okay, you. Okay, one, two, three, ten. Yeah. <laughs> so after, after my audition with that, then the school band decided, hey, don't you want to come and sing a song with us? And that song was that I Like the Way You Move by the Body Rockers. Well, uh, you know that right. one? Yes, sir. I like sir. the way and then, you and then, move. Is that that one? No, no, no that's, a, that's a different that's one, that. right? <laughs> to do outside by stains because I had a backing track for it. So I was like, oh, oh cool. my God. Like, we share so night, much musical like, influence because it's when you come up with these songs and I swear to God, like we don't collaborate on this stuff. I mean, him and I are really good friends, but like the greatest showman and like stained and like he comes up <laughs> with the songs that I love the most. And it's so crazy because it's not just one genre. It's kind of eclectic. You know what I'm saying? He's like, He's kind of like all over the place too with his his musical taste. We 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 took the hard eclectic on black show all over the place in genres of music. That's me, yeah. And we drived. Yes, yes. uh, Alex. And that's what this show thrives on. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, Let's lay the word. Let's lay to rest the word eclectic, Alex. (laughs) Yeah. We beat that shit. Yeah, you can tell us all to shut up too. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, if I'm trying to tell a story, yeah, you guys just keep. It I up. know, and we want to hear it, but we can't help it. Like our jaws jibber jabber. So you guys just gotta grab the mic and go. Yeah. Okay. So then, I, I the year I finished matric, I bought myself my first guitar, taught myself how to play it, um, started playing a couple of little mini shows, and then in my after after university, I moved to the eastern cape of my country and got involved in musical theatre. So, then I started so when you say stage, play shows, uh, where you were playing them solo, just you and the guitar, or did you organize a band? Yeah, well, like, no, no, like me, uh, me and a couple of friends, we would just play like a couple of acoustic sets at places. So you did um, have, like, like you had red, people back you. parties and things like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. something, was, but it was, it was more often than I was just me and another guy, two guitars, and just jamming and singing along to that. That's bad. And, yeah, I moved to the Eastern Cape, got involved in musical theater, started doing actual theater, full, like, sold-out theater shows. I mean, my biggest one I did um, was Andrew Lloyd Webber's Evita, where I played Shay in that one. So if you remember the movie with Madonna, it was the Antonio Banderas character. So that was pretty cool. Just like a prince. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. You know the I truth is, I never left you. Wiener. <laughs> anyway. And then, yeah, so moved to the Cape Town after that. Had a struggle for a couple of years and then joined an actual band for the last five years. And that's Gravity, been, sir? Yeah, and that was Gravity, yeah. And then we've been playing for the last five years all around the Western Cape. And then, unfortunately, okay. yeah, we broke, we broke up at the end of last year because uh, our drummer moved to the UK and our guitarist, his fiance had a baby and he went into full dad mode. So it was like, yeah, okay, it's time to call it quits. And then yeah. you know, COVID hit and haven't performed since November. Have you and done any of those online it's type? Been, it's been a year. I was going to ask, have you done any of those online online type shows, which 
musicians have taken to do where they do because you can because nowadays you can Uh, put down your vocals i can do a guitar track sensei in florida can do a a drum track and you can literally release music but i'm talking about a live Um, thing like you could do a live stream yeah i I thought about doing that um except i live in a duplex combo duplex in a a complex of flats and like the noise policy is always a little bit of a mess up here ah so so it's a bit hard. So, to what would you consider like um, major influences musically, like major that really that that inspired it's you? Mainstream. It changed, it, Not yeah, mainstream, like it changed just, a lot over the years. Yeah. In my course. early years, when I first started learning how to play guitar, it was John Mayer and Jason Mraz. Well, so you, oh, you son of a bitch! You with, stole with, mine. But with, keep going. Yeah, no, yeah, it has to be. And. And then from like 2007 onwards, I, I really just focused on vocals. And from then, my favorite Oaks are Jared Leto, 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, oh, Freddie shit. Mercury is always going to be a huge icon of mine. Of um, course. God, if I, if I could have got, if I could have a voice like Freddie Mercury, I if would anybody's I mean, I out there, well, if anybody can have a voice show, like Freddie Mercury, look at sure. his cover of Freddie Mercury doing. The Queen song, this dude has so an that's, amazing that's arrangement. Yeah, like, it, like I literally got goosebumps watching okay. your show on YouTube. So one of my favorite songs to sing as a thing I read is Queen, Somebody to Love. So I had done yeah. that one afternoon. And so the table that was sitting next to myself and my wife, they came up to me afterwards and they challenged me to do Bohemian Rhapsody. I'd never sung it before in my life. No um, way. I didn't, I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. Or anything like that. And so I just kind of just went up there and winged it. Uh, I didn't hey, know because he's going to come out. Don't give my friend a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So In your face. I didn't know if I was going to do the whole thing. I mean, I didn't send you the full video. I mean, because there were a couple of mistakes. But that high G that he's uh, in the opera. But who doesn't section. have a couple of mistakes? Look, listen, Mariah Carey, Madonna. I, and I could go through so many famous people. Michael Jackson that were singing their very own song. That's oh, yeah. so supposedly they written and produced and did so many times in the studio and they fuck it up. So for you to be able to perform that song and add the caliber, the level that you performed it at, I mean, hats off to you, brother. Yeah. Cause I mean, what I do often is I, I just put my music on in Bluetooth through the car and then I sing to myself in the car. Um, so, but that's very different from singing out in public because then, then you haven't got a chance to just stop singing and go back. So it's always a bit, uh, and then I'm there's no rewind button, right? Yeah, you can't unshoot the bullet. I'm I'm doing the song for the first time, and then most of the time it just works out well, and and it really has, and that's why (laughs) I don't know if my the host of the show I'm just the co-host, but that's why I sold you so big time, and we actually bumped a few people who wanted to be on the show to get you on the show. Because I'm like, you got to hear this guy. His passion, his understanding of music, the way that he just approaches life is just amazing. You got, well, you guys have your own taste as far. And I make fun of Alex. I'm like, well, don't bring this band up. Blah, blah, blah. We don't go We're that soft a little in the soft. fucking show. Sensei's a little bit more. Not hardcore. a little soft. You guys are a lot soft. So I, We're and, marshmallows. And, <laughs> yeah, but, but we have to appeal to everybody. Well, hey, I, I listen so, to your Eminem podcast. 
So no, I know. No, I'm not saying that get... you guys are soft, 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 so whatever. I, I made fun See, of him. This, I was this telling him. Yes, did his homework. Yeah. So <laughs> when he brought up that, the only band that I could, not only band, but the most thing that I resonated as far as that fucking genre was, was 30 Seconds to Mars and The Kill because of all their fucking songs. I know that they're a chick oriented band and they write songs for chicks and they're obsessed for chicks. So kudos. I'm for chicks. I like fucking titties and cooter as much as the next guy. All and three so of guys, us here on the show of are course. married. And just that's, as a side yeah, note. Yeah. Nothing well, against you don't the have gays. To put we a love disclaimer. the gays. Yeah. And everybody gets that as well. But I was just trying to say that I was trying to, he, you, you, you were talking so fast. You didn't even let him go over the song by 30 seconds tomorrow. That's why you're here. That's one of the songs that I happen to like. And not only that, the drummer is fucking badass. So the drummer has my mad respect. Amazing because, drummer. Yeah, and and mm. sometimes they pull some shit together that would get somebody who's on the more hardcore side attention. And that song happened to get. Hey, even attention. a broken clock is right twice a day. Exactly. So, so. yeah, well, all right. By the time, so, since, by the time the kill came out, that was already their second album. Uh, and hardly yeah. anyone knew about their first album. Yeah, which and, uh, and I can't I mean, even I think, say that I could recognize any songs off their first one. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like only one song got my attention that they've done so far. That's how fucking hey, particular but I, I want to get the attention of not only you guys but of the audience because mm-hmm. we're gonna date this episode because there's a huge battle going on in America between Biden and Trump. I'm not choosing a side. But the election is going on right now, and it hasn't been decided. So for those that don't know, that's what's going on. For the first time, first time since, what, 1984 that the, that, uh, the Democrats have won Georgia. And I think it's since 1986, whatever, that they've gotten Pennsylvania as well. And now Pennsylvania is one of the, the ultimate swing states. So it's really favoring Biden there. And that's what I told my brother before I had you on the show. It's like, this motherfucker is quick as a whip. Not only does he know about music, he knows about geography. He knows about politics. I mean, and he's, he's, he's not partisan. You know what I'm saying? He's not choosing a group. He's just looking at it like we are, like an observer. So for those that don't know, and no matter who becomes president, like it's going to affect South Africa as well because of all the trade sanctions. Yes. Yeah, so in my opinion, U.S. and China, and it it wasn't pretty, <laughs> and it affected a lot of people, mm. it affected a lot of jobs, it affected you know production. It, it affects a lot. So it is what it is. So, Sensei, are you still there? No, I tuned out yeah, half there. an hour ago. Um, okay, so I want to wrap up the show. I want to wrap up the show. So this is the extra shit that we never talk about. So, for those that don't know, and there are new fans, we have people like this across the country. We're not just local, but we're local for the local people that are local somewhere else, right? So, I'm Master Lex. I'm a writer-producer of the show, and Sensei is a writer-producer engineer, and he's the genius. He's the savant behind the idiot, so that you guys know, you know. You're the idiot. I am the idiot. I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot. I'm the idiot.